Hey, Zeke. See? Did you know that today's show is sponsored by CastCartel.com? Maybe. When you're sitting at home at night and it's late, the liquor store is closed, you're bored, you're on the couch, you're like, I'm all out of my Wheatley vodka or I'm all out of my gin. You got to get more. Or maybe it's your whiskey. Whatever it is, CastCartel.com will get it shipped right to your door. They have some store picks, even though it's not a lot. There's some breaking bourbon picks on there. This is not going to be the place you go to get crazy bourbon and crazy whiskey. But if you want some good daily drinkers, be it bourbon, be it gin, be it vodka, tequila, mezcal, whatever it is, go to CastCartel.com. They are changing the industry standard. They're like the Amazon of the spirits industry. You know what that means, Zeke? I know what Amazon is. So you know how Amazon is not the one who's actually doing the selling? They're kind of getting stores. They're a place to bring stores together with the consumer. I mean, I hit this pay button on Amazon.com. Yeah, it goes through Amazon, but there is another store that is actually fulfilling that order. Okay, yes. So that's what Cast Cartel does, so that you can sit on the couch with one hand and order your liquor. One hand, you say? Yeah. Cascartel.com. Follow them on Instagram, cascartel.com, or also follow them on Facebook. Another thing I have to tell you before we start the show, it's a secret. You got a lot on your forehead today. Why? Well, you just keep telling me stuff. But it is a secret, and the secret is out. If you are a distillery, you probably already know the secret. Distilleryproducts.com has the best prices and selection around for your engraved laser etched glass needs they have all your glen karens they are the only place in america that is a wholesaler where you can get the neat glass they have the tua glass and that is an irish whiskey tasting glass it's a total secret the people that knew about them the way that i found out about them was distilleries and they have great wholesale products that you can engrave. That's what we use for all of our glasses on the show, distilleryproducts.com. They have flasks, glasses, all sorts of cool stuff. If you want to put a brand on it or a logo on it, if you are a bourbon group, if you are a store, if you are a distillery, you are missing the boat if you are not using distilleryproducts.com. And we thank them for providing all of our glassware on Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Might be a tough move with the uh, the Tua glass here in the South. Is that like a football reference? Yeah, Alabama's quarterback. He goes by the name of Tua. Well, I have Thria. Well, Kentucky's Thria ain't going to beat Alabama and Tua. No. Distilleryproducts.com. Check them out. everyone my name is john edwards and i am without zeke baker but together we make the dad drink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day i do have a very suitable replacement though he was absent from the pigeon forge episode where i was with keener at old forge the man the myth the legend mr chris tatum the president of the tennessee distillers guild thank you so much for being on we are at grains and grits here in towns in tennessee this is a hell of an event Man, yes, it is. Thank you so much for being here. We love having you here. Hopefully, uh, Zeke... Uh, Zeke's never going to come. He's never going to come. He no. just won't. Yeah. You're he... better off that way. Is it? I okay. promise I you. I got it. I got it. I just I feel like he's really the man, the myth. 
the legend. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people think he is an enigma, um, ah. but they realize too that he has a four-year-old and a one-year-old right now. I got gotcha. you. And there's no way he's getting away for the weekend. I understand. Well, maybe Zeke can be here at Grains Ten. You know what I'm saying? What number are we on right We're now? We're on four. Yeah, by ten maybe. By ten maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, you're right. It is. It's like it's crazy. We're actually uh, maxed out this year. We cap the tickets so everybody gets the interaction they want with the distillers and restaurateurs. So that was over great. 1,200 people. Yeah, right? it's been great, man. Uh, it's an amazing growth. This is an event that started four years ago. This is our fourth year, and it just continues to grow. Every event I go to, and there's been a few that I've gone to this year, I'm like, man, this one might be the best event, This, then the next one. And then this event, it has the most beautiful backdrop here at the Townsend Visitor Center where you have the mountains in the back. You have a complete, huge, wide-open space, so nobody feels like you're right on top of somebody. It's the perfect setting for food and whiskey. It's, um, it's an absolutely amazing thing. Uh, we, you can't even... Uh, begin to describe it on the on the podcast here, but uh, the setting's perfect, the town's perfect, whiskey and food, some fire out here. This is great. Oh, it's awesome. Have you had any of the food yet? Man, I have not had it yet. I've been walking and walking. I mean, walking. you are like the man that everybody wants to get. <laughs> you you have your Indiana Jones hat on. I do. It looks very good. I'm uh, looking for short round. Where, where's where's my where's my handy uh, my little assistant Keener? You he was being. Uh, <laughs> Keener said he was getting drunk, and I wasn't allowed to have him on the podcast because he doesn't want to be known for anything uh, that he's about to say. You know, it's probably better that we are keeping Keener off the podcast for this one. He's already been on. He ruined one by tapping the microphone. The second one, he was good. I think we just got to have him quit while he's ahead. Um, I love it. How many distilleries are now in the guild? So we are at 36 distilleries as members of the guild. Now that number does differ a little bit when it comes from as far as the number of uh, distilleries on the trail. But uh, we do have 36 in the guild and it, it's uh, it's growing. We've grown every year. Um, we, we've had a couple that we've had, unfortunately had some you know tragic stuff with, with Jug Creek, you know, um, but um, I hate that. And, and hopefully one day we're gonna be able to welcome, the plan is to welcome them back in. But we, yeah. we've had growth every year. Um, we continue to grow from a, a member perspective. Our tour no, tourism numbers are through the roof, and they continue to grow as well. So we've got a good team, so we're pretty happy. Lots of great events like this. Like I said, anytime you can marry food with whiskey, you know you're doing something well. There yeah. have been some great stuff here uh, yeah. between Walnut Kitchen. Then they had, like, Knox Flatbreads were really good. There's one down there. I can't think of the name of it right now. You got RT Lodge, Walnut Kitchen, Dancing Bear. Dancing Bear had uh, a great mill, pork The stew. Old Mill Restaurant. Now, I had yeah. the shrimp and grits from the Old Mill. That's yeah, pretty awesome, isn't it? They put some bacon on there, too. It yeah. was super good. Yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing. You know, I think one of the best things is definitely um, the fact that you have, have that interaction and that with the food. It's not just, you're not just getting Applebee's or whatever. It's, it's you know, no offense to Applebee's. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not saying that. You know, what, you don't like all you could eat? Uh, yeah, we don't have, But these are, you know, a lot of these are chefs that are, you know, these are their menus, their passion. Uh, Trevor at RT Lodge last night, what about that, that meal he put oh, on there? Oh, God. Holy there was a reception moly. last night, and he put together this awesome, awesome meal. It was chicken, barbecue chicken, some ribs. I will tell you that at the very end of the table, there was biscuits, 
and then you had butter and what I thought was jam. <laughs> and I, I put this. that on my biscuit. Did Heath tell you about this? I heard this. <laughs> please, please tell everyone. And I put... I put it on my biscuit. It was barbecue sauce. <laughs> and then I just figured, all right, well, it's already there. Let's put some sausage in there and make a sandwich. <laughs> make a sandwich out of it. <laughs> so, no, he did. Uh, Trevor did. A, Chef Trevor Stockton there at RT Lodge did a phenomenal job. Uh, as you said, the chicken, the ribs, uh, the sausage. Uh, he had some uh, sweet potato. What was that sweet potato mix, man? That was crazy. Good. That was really good. <laughs> and then uh, some collard greens. The greens were some of the best greens I've had. And Those the, are hard to make. And the beans were good. Oh, uh, yeah. But it was all the folks, were, we're all staying at Little Arrow, yeah. so all the good folks over at Little Arrow. You know, so this is the big event that is happening to kind of cap off this year. This is something that we feel like this is a good way to kick off the season, you know. Our focus has been to make sure we put one of these events, very high-level integrity, high-level, you know, the aesthetics part of it, the functioning part of it, but the guest experience at the end being the best. And we want to do one in each region. And we're able to do that now. We've got Memphis Spirits Soul Festival in Memphis. That's in April. Yep. we got Grains this, this month in East Tennessee, here in Townsend, Tennessee. And then... Tennessee Whiskey Christmas. There you go, yeah. Now, Tennessee Whiskey Christmas is the first one coming to Nashville. That's kind of cool. It's going to be all the, the distilleries from the Guild again. There's going to be a dinner Friday night, December 13th. December 14th is a Saturday. That is going to have a thing at the Omni Hotel in Nashville. That Friday night dinner, there's going to be a few chefs there. They're going to be cooking food on the side of your table. It's at the George Jones. John Rich is going to do a concert. But let's talk a little bit about that Saturday. What is the the event at the Omni going to entail? So the, the event the Omni, you know, as I was, uh, I was thinking about this, the big thing is there's a lot of whiskey festivals that take place or bourbon festivals, but the, the badass thing about ours in December is it's only Tennessee whiskey. And yep. we all know Tennessee whiskey is the best liquid on the earth, plain and freaking simple. That's it. It's the best liquid on earth. So you're going to come to Nashville, one of the best cities in the state, and then you're going to have the best whiskey. I don't think Pigeon Forge is a city. Oh, Pigeon Forge is a city. Is it a it's town a or a city? It's a city. Okay. City of Pigeon Forge. It is a city. It is. City of Pigeon Forge. How are we on Pigeon Forge? And we were talking about Saturday event. This is awesome. Well, we are we are we 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 can go down some rabbit holes. We can, but I like it. This Saturday event, <laughs> it's gonna be only Tennessee whiskey. You were talking about how you were you were kind of sh- throwing some shade at Nashville, just saying it is one of the best cities in the state. It, it is one of the best. I mean it is. I mean it's it's one of the best. So it's the best. And then of the, one of the best. We're saying the same thing. One of the best. <laughs> so, so, anyways, it's going to be Tennessee whiskey. How many distilleries are going to be there? Is it going to be all twenty? Um, it, it's going to be. We're actually going to have all um, the 36? same group. Yeah, the all the same group will be there. Um, we're going to do it a little. You know, it'll be a little bit of difference. It'll be a lot more focus on a specific cocktail. There'll still be the same opportunities to meet and greet. But one of the things I think we're the, the most proud and the most happy about is that, you know, we're going to showcase all of our spirits in the state capital. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something that we all should be proud of, and we're thankful. Hey, we appreciate L5. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Dad's Drinking Bourbon has been a huge supporter of Tennessee Whiskey. I kind of feel like you graduated <laughs> to, the to like, grad school when you started talking about Tennessee Whiskey and stuff, and I think that's awesome. Well, I don't you think know? there's enough people that talk about it, and it's events like these. If you come to the event like Grains and Grits or you come to – 
Tennessee Whiskey Christmas, you're going to see, like, Jack Daniels, we always know they're doing some good stuff. The single barrel, barrel proof, the program they're, they're having there, we just picked a barrel. Jack's always going to be the number one whiskey producer in the world. But then you have other places like Chattanooga Whiskey that just came out with the 91 and 111. Nelson's that just came out with their Tennessee Whiskey. There's going to be a 12-year Old Forge that's coming out here soon. Billy from Short Mountain just released a rye. Yeah. There's Stanton's always cooking up good stuff at Postmodern. Heath, yeah. the, the stuff he's doing down at Thompson Station. Like, There's so much good stuff. And I didn't even, I skimmed just, you know, there's Kings County, there's moonshine places right doc yeah. collier's not knox whiskey works i could just list all of the things in the whiskey trail but old glory up you know there's some hey man we cover look you've got lost state which is up at bristle virginia the bristle tennessee bristle virginia line so we're from lost state to memphis bristle tennessee to memphis i mean we cover the entire state and so for us we could list them all i mean again yeah. you mentioned short mountain you got old tennessee you got bootleggers you got um all kinds of them you know there's Keener. Oh, he's Keener's just messing here. with you. Keener's here. He's, he's messing with us. Mr. Pritchard came by here. The elder yeah. statesman of the group just came by here. So, uh, uh, Mr. Pritchard and I were having uh, a good Mr. time Pritchard. talking last night. Good. He is a great guy. He And and his folks just brought me some rum because they, they said I was cold. They were yeah. like, here, have some of this rum. But, I mean, that's the thing that I think separates Tennessee from Kentucky is that there's Tennessee has – a lot of different, it's not just whiskey. I mean, we are a whiskey podcast, but you know, you have Pritchard's Rum, you have Heath's Gin, you have yeah. all the stuff that you guys are doing with Moonshine and that Old Smokey's doing with Moonshine and Sugarlands, but there's also you know, just a lot of good spirits in general. Yeah, and that's something, you know, listen, here's the thing. It was, it was a big discussion. You know, we had the Tennessee Whiskey Trail, and they're like, oh my gosh. Well, we got all this other stuff, you know. Well, everybody knows Tennessee whiskey, and so that's going to draw you in. And then we're going to keep you here because you're going to get great gin, you're going to get great vodka, you're going to get, you know, a phenomenal rum. You know, you've got a, a ton of other spirits that are being played with, whether it's a barrel aging process or some different infusion stuff. Corsair does some crazy good stuff. Corsair does some. Oh man, did amazing. you see their bottles? Yeah, man, we should, that's. Well, I don't know if we're allowed to talk I don't know, about that. But he shouldn't have shown us. No, he. Did no. you see the case that he brought yeah, them in? That, that was, was pretty like, badass. That was official. I mean, that kind of goes along with their whole aesthetic, like that Reservoir Dogs. Oh like, yeah, he had Bourbon the briefcase, opened or, it up, yeah. and it's that new bottling on it. I'm, so yep. yeah, beautiful. Yes, we'll save that for you to talk to Tyler on another podcast and take some pics on Instagram. You're a big Instagram guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of necessity. I know. Well, well, you're a big guy on Instagram and a big Instagram guy. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. There you are throwing shade. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm big too. Yeah. I mean, we're both big guys. This is not this is not something that anybody can or that either one of us can deny. No. You know what I'm saying? No. And I think I look scary skinny. I'll show you a picture of me skinny. You might be like, you need to stay fat the whole rest of your life because you just don't look good skinny. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying to you. I'll show you a picture, and you'll be like, that was you? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you stay large. You you look better you with a few pounds on you. <laughs> <laughs> you um, oh. I almost think it's interesting just the ways that you guys flip the script. These guild events, I have to assume that it's different because a lot of these whiskey events that people go to, not everybody realizes it, but like... 
it costs money to get a table. Some of these things are $500 a table and you're bringing your own product. So you're losing more money because you're bringing your own product. It's all coming out of your marketing budget. Not to get serious for a second, but these guild events are almost a way for everybody to take care of each other and you can have something that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to set up, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think the other part of this, you know, the, another benefit of these guild events is we're not charging anybody to be here. Yeah. We've partnered with some great people like Blunt Partnership, L5, uh, the City of Memphis Downtown Association, and and Old Dominic, and Sugarlands has done some stuff for us as well. They, they provide us opportunities to market our product and, and sell our product, while at the same time we're building that whole brand up. There's several of the board members, we all kind of agree, you know, hey, in that board, we're brothers and sisters in this industry, and then we're going to let the marketing teams fight it out, you know? And I think we've stuck true to that pretty pretty tight, and it's allowed us all to to, to benefit from guild events. Yeah. You know? So I do want to mention, though, and because you brought it up, that Tennessee Whiskey Christmas, that is going to benefit the L5 Foundation, and that is essentially providing a lot of good stuff to people that have cancer. It's giving gas cards to those folks. It's giving food cards to those folks. I know that I was talking to them and their goal with that Tennessee Whiskey Christmas event. I think they want to get something like, it's something crazy like a thousand to $20 gas cards and yeah. like $550 Kroger gift certificates. Yeah. Like, so there's stuff that they are going to be doing with that and the stuff that the guild could help these events help out a whole lot of other people and um, it, it's one of those really really cool things that yeah. that the guild can do yeah I mean it's 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 a different way of thinking of how you're gonna help that that patient or that person to see receiving the treatment yeah and, and, and I love that they're thinking kind of outside the box I know that's a little of a cliche but the fact that they're, they're thinking outside the box I think is huge you know and they're providing the gift the, the gas cards and the food cards and you know, we're just, I know, we're just happy as, a, as a, a guild that they're, you know, want to do something with us and they see value in us and that we can bring something to the table. And, and partnering with L5 has been, you know, a, a great thing for us thus far. Now, speaking of another member in the guild, we were just joined, and I you you are two of my favorite people in, in whiskey, I should mention that, <laughs> but you are also two of my favorite people to give shit in the whiskey industry. Fair enough. Greg Eden from Sugarland has just sat down and he brought some roaming man and there was this picture. Can we talk about the infamous picture that was used for the Grains and Grits website that had you with a very long beard? The fake beard? The, it, looked, it looked a little fake but it also looked like because I don't know if you want to tell everybody how old you are but you were blessed with boyishly good looks right and the beard the beard this is getting thick the beard deep deep the beard looked like a 12 year old put on a fake beard it was gonna go i had had no business growing a beard like that i feel yeah i feel like the i guess where i like almost threw up was when you said boyish good looks (laughs) (laughs) not the not the boy, how about just boyish looks? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've got some uh, fans here, some lady lady fans in front of us that you can't see. No, they're all they're they're all there for Greg. <laughs> Sneaking up behind me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, watch, they, watch my back. I I thought I mean, it was should. Tatum's hat that was getting them to dance. What's your What's your new line? 
about uh, losing hair up there. Something about it's getting a lot of a lot of play on that field or something. <laughs> what was that yeah, one? I missed it. Yeah. Uh, I will get it back with you on that one. We'll have to edit that one in. But that was a great one. It was, it was Joe. It was a really good line. Joe Riceroni. Riceroni. From Discus. Riceroni Tony. Riceroni. Joe Riceroni from Discus. Diodoni. Di no, Riceroni as far as I'm concerned. Riceroni. You knew the moment that he said that. Yes. That was tagged forever. Anyway, he had a great saying about bald guys. And um, I will get him to send me that quote so you and I both can use it. But you're not really bald. You just shaved down. No, I'm bald, dude. No, but you shave down. You don't. No, you he don't needs bick to it. shave it down. <laughs> like dude, you just that, gotta. Yeah, that's bald. You just gotta bick it. Go ahead and, yeah. and go in the shower. It's so much easier. Like, do you spend money on haircuts? Oh yeah, but you... I do because I love it. I love the way I love somebody washing my head. It's not hair anymore. I love somebody washing my head. Well, here, here's. <laughs> so here's the benefit to bicking your hair. I just want to let you know this. So. You can go to the barber and you can get a straight razor shave on your head. And if you do that like once a quarter, it's like spa day for yourself. They they massage. Yeah, but isn't it some old dude? No. It depends on where you go. It's not always there are there are barber shops that have both men and women. Alright, well yeah. I need some Tinder I don't know, I'm not going to buy into this, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I think um, he sent me... To get your together. nails done while you're there? <laughs> yeah. what, what else do you I do? am a firm believer. I will tell you guys this right now. Every guy should get a pedicure. <laughs> Every My guy... My wife keeps trying to convince me, and I keep saying I'm not I'm not going there. Here's, here's how I'll convince you, right? You balance and rotate the tires on your car, don't you? Mm -hmm. So aren't <laughs> the feet the tires of your body? Wouldn't you want to maintain your feet because mm. that's what you use to walk around every day? I've done pretty well for 48 years without it. Oh, he just admitted his 48. age. Oh. Finally. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> it's there. 48. But my philosophy is you're only as old as you act. Yes. So I will be forever young. <laughs> though my hair is definitely giving me away. And I have an agreement <laughs> with my wife that she's going to just tell me when it's time to shave it. Just needs to be honest with me. Yep. Come clean and just say, you know, babe, it's time. Own it. The hardest thing to it's figure out it. is whether or not you have, like, if you have a good shaped head where mm. if you shave it, you know it's not going to look awkward. Yeah. That's the hardest thing to get past. It's like once you I know you, that you're yeah. not going to look you bad. You probably do. Once you know that you're not going to look bad that way, yeah. it's a lot easier just to go shave. I did yeah, shave I mean, my head about 20 years ago. So yeah. it was It was all right. I bet you. Let me see. Let me take the hat off. Yeah, that's it's, it's getting a little. It's getting pretty it's, thin. Yeah, but it's also kind of mushroomy. His head is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got a little mushroom to it. No, know? he's gonna look good. Mine's just fat. Mine's just a fat head. That's all there is to it. <laughs> but it all. Let's talk about roaming man. In all seriousness, I, and I picked it up. Um, that was a great segue. Thank you. <laughs> you guys just released the eighth version of Roaming Man, right? We did. This is edition number eight. Chris Tatum, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for your time. I just got a buzz, and I think I'm supposed to be up there for a second. No worries. Go do your good? thing. Thank, thank you. you so much. No, thank you for your time. And you're awesome. Keep we're, talking. We're going downhill we're now. Awesome. Chris is leaving no, us. No, 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 no. This, now you're going to get to the intellectual part of the podcast. <laughs> right. He's talking to Greg. No, it's all right. It's, it's, <laughs> See you guys. It's getting a lot better. Thank you, Chris. Okay, sorry. Tatum got up and kind of busted our flow, but it... People don't always associate Sugarlands with whiskey. You guys are the official moonshine of NASCAR. You do some stuff with Cole Swindell. 
there's plenty of great moonshine that you guys have. You also do the stuff with the moonshiners themselves, the ones that are on the Discovery Channel. Right. What made you decide to do a whiskey? That has to be a little uh, a, a departure. I mean, was it probably a welcome departure for you, right? Very welcome. Uh, whiskey is definitely more, I guess, my passion. Um, that's what I choose to drink on a daily basis. So from the beginning, you know, we knew we needed a we wanted whiskey, and we wanted to do it right. Fortunately, the moonshine um, has done very well for us, yep. and it pays the bills. Um, it's also a lot of fun, you know, play around with all these different flavors. Uh, great connections, obviously, with NASCAR and you know country music, and as you mentioned, and the Moonshiners TV show. So, it's we've just been really fortunate to have um, a wonderful run with the moonshine. Um, so it's not going anywhere. Uh, it's going to continue to be something that we focus on, especially up in Gatlinburg. Uh, just fitting right there in the foothills of Smoky Mountains and the birthplace, really, of moonshine and um, that whole history. But whiskey was definitely something that we knew we, we had to do. And as soon as we could do it right, didn't really have years and years of experience with whiskey, especially the maturation side of things. So it's a learning process. And every time it comes out, it's been a little bit older, right? With the the Roaming Man? We've had a little bit of a mix. So we've gone anywhere from um, two years was our youngest release, but that was uh, 25 gallon barrels. And we're uh, up to as old as four years. It's been a mix with each release. So what about this one? Tell me about this eighth Roaming Man. This release was, uh, I want to say three years, three months, I believe, something like that. It was a mix of uh, nine barrels. So we've we married nine barrels. Most of those were 25 gallon barrels and we had two or I think it was three 53 gallon barrels. Like the mix of those barrels too, because it adds to the complexity. You get different characteristics out of these 25 gallon barrels and we're using, um, this is so important as we're discovering, but really premium barrels. You know, really focus on the quality of the barrels, air dried staves, we you know charred, but then we toast the head, so you get a lot of complexity and stuff out of there. And then you get very different characteristics coming out of a 25 versus a 53. So when you marry those together, it helps. What's the complexity. mash on this one, uh, or are they different for all nine? No, barrels? these evolve in the same mash. So it's uh, it's our rye whiskey. So we went with a 51% rye, 45% corn, 4% malted barley. That's kind of what I get on the the taste too, where it's it's not super spicy i mean that rye spice is there but it's not overwhelming right it's kind of like that knob creek rye where sometimes it's very burnt it tastes like it has a lot of bourbon characteristics sometimes it has a lot of rye characteristics but i really think it's a nice marriage where it's got a lot of that corn and and everybody kind of expects i feel like mgp with that 95.5 rye has given so many people expectations of what a rye would be like. So yes. if you get a rye that is not 95.5, you're kind of like, yeah. what? what? What's this? <laughs> Absolutely. I, yeah, everybody, that 95 rye, I mean, it's it's good, for, no doubt. But um, I think that's going with 51%. Obviously, we were shooting for the bare minimum to be rye whiskey. Yep. Um, just to give it that, I, I just love the balance. Um, the, the complexity, the uniqueness of it without being overbearing on the rye. And I think it was a great place for um, maybe newer uh, rye whiskey drinkers to get into it. Yeah. 
and and the, what's the proof on this one? Because it's normally this particular batch is 123 proof. Yeah. So it's quite strong, straight out of the barrel into the bottle. It does not taste 123 right. proof. Maybe it's because it's cold. <laughs> we're all layered it is perfect up. Perfect whiskey drinking weather right now. It is a perfect rye whiskey drinking weather. It, it's you know it, it's great. I love this event. I was talking to Tatum about it, but I really love this event. It's just an amazing event when you can get thirty distilleries together and just uh, come together seamlessly and put on a show like this. It's it's amazing. Oh, I I love the backdrop here. I love the backdrop of the mountains. I love all the food. Have you did you go around? Because we were trying to talk about this for a second. Because our booths are right next to each other. You were about an hour and a half in, and you did not get food. Did you rectify I did. that? I did go get food, and it's amazing. Which one was your favorite? Oh my gosh. Um, I had some sausage from. I'm gonna not remember who is from though which is really sad because i need to give walnut my, I kitchen? Want to say walnut kitchen walnut kitchen was one of my favorite and they yes. made the sauce with h clark uh, black and tan black and tan yes it That's was it. really really good yep that was the one that i think might be my favorite that i've had here uh, the shrimp and grits from old mill were great there was a flatbread pizza from uh the, i did not Chirizo get the shrimp barbecue. and grits so i may have to try to find that well, what else is there? I, I feel like I really want to sit down and do a longer podcast with you, and tonight might not be the best night for that. You know, talk about how you got into distilling, all your favorite things that, that you do, what goes into it, a little deeper into Sugarlands. But what else can be on the horizon? What can we talk about? I'm sure you're mixing some stuff up. What should people be on the lookout for? And when's Edition 9 going to come out? Edition 9 will be out in March, uh, March of 2020. We are going to have a, a special batch come out next year as well. It'll be something a little unique, so very different than what we've done for sure. And then we're working on Tennessee whiskey as well. So oh, nice. that's definitely um, in our future plans, no doubt. Uh, we're built, putting in a new barrel house. So when we get together and talk more in detail about Sugarlands, we'll, we'll talk about that. But we've got a barrel house that's... Um, nearing completion which is going to give us room to obviously put some barrels away and start increasing our production quite that's a bit. awesome grow we're trying to grow that side of things and then we're also building a new distillery to focus on roaming man oh wow so wow. is that still going to be on the strip or will that be away a little it, bit it'll be away it's in kodak where our warehouse is so and the barrel house is out there as well so so it'll save you on having to drive through that gatlinburg traffic it will uh, <laughs> though i'll need to split my time between the two facilities we're going to continue producing in in gatlinburg we're going to keep the keep the program going just as it is but um, be able to make a lot more whiskey well that is awesome greg We'll let you get back to this fun, fun, fun event. It is fun. Um, thank you for the roaming, man. It was really good. And everybody, I mean, Sugarland is is on everything, right? They're on uh, they're on Instagram, Sugarland Shine, Facebook, all that stuff. Check them out. They are in Gatlinburg, right on the Strip. Anything else you want the people to know before you uh, you go? Get into the Tennessee Whiskey Trail. So this is. Um I, I'm sure you probably talked with Chris, you know, a lot about. No, this, keep so, talking about it. Uh, I just I want to give it another plug because I think it's really something special that we've got going. Um, you know, they, they've got that bourbon trail up thing, little thing up there in Kentucky that they talk about. In our infancy, you know, we're only a couple years into this, and uh, we've got more visitors 
to our trail than they, they do combined. So we're quite proud of that. And we barely even touched the surface of where we're going with this. The guild has come together and uh, we've got a, a full-time executive director now that's going to be really she's focused awesome. on building She came our over trail. and said hi to us. And, uh, Did you talk to, talk to her? Yeah, yes. She came from the Department of Tourism. Really exciting. So I, I feel like she's going to take us to another level. Um, Department of Tourism has really stepped up and taken notice of what we've done just on our own for these first two years. And they're really excited about the growth and the potential. So I just I think like all the stars are aligning. Everything's coming together. And it's um, it's amazing when you get this kind of brotherhood together. And God, there's just such a bright future ahead. So if you get an opportunity to come to uh, a Tennessee Whiskey Trail event, whether it's Grains and Grits, you know, next fall, put it in your calendar. We've got in December in Nashville at the Omni. Is are you going to be? Skilled event. I'll be there. We and were then, talking about that with, with Tatum, but Tennessee Whiskey Christmas, I'm looking forward to both of them. We will be there. We excellent. will be podcasting the event. All right. Uh, you know, because we, we just are a glutton. I will tell you, because this is all going to get cut out, Greg and I have been interrupted no less than four times <laughs> while we were trying to podcast here. I feel bad because Greg's a busy guy. And he goes, why are you doing these live events? And I go, well, you know, it's it's part of the fun to show that it is a live event, that this is happening. But it's also a great chance to get people like you to come by. So I will see you at Tennessee Whiskey Christmas. And if you want more information about Tennessee Whiskey Christmas, go to TennesseeWhiskeyWeekend.com. I think there was some questions about the name and then it eventually changed to Tennessee Whiskey Christmas. Uh, yes. Maybe I, I could be wrong. I think that's that's my understanding. That's the name of it now. Yes, yeah. Yes. Tennessee then, Whiskey Christmas. And is then in the be spring fun. we have um, Spirits and Souls in Memphis. So yep. That'll be the second year of that, and it was an amazing event put on by Old Dominic, and they just knocked it out of the park with that event. So I will say the one thing for the the Tennessee Trail is you guys are a lot of fun. You know, I think that's the number one thing and one of the reasons why I love the Tennessee Whiskey Trail so much. I mean, not only because there's great whiskey here and there's great other spirits. That's what I was talking to Tatum about before you is, you know, the variety that Tennessee has opposed to, to Kentucky. But the thing that I love is just how much fun you have. It reminds me of those older days where everybody talks about, like, you know, Jimmy and Booker and and uh, yes. Elmer, like those guys would hang out, give each other shit, like yes, you know, and and that's how the Tennessee Trail is. I think that it's not all corporate. That's right. You know, this event here, you have you, you have Andy Nelson, you have you know the Chris Tatum's, the Heath yes. Clark's, the Stanton's. Yes, all these distillers come here and they actually like each other. Crazy enough. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I, you would think that everyone would be fighting it out, but really, we all come together and talk shop. I mean, what better business and industry could we be in? I mean, it's hard not to have fun. So, you know, when you get these guys together, it's always a blast. And um, I think the pride, everyone takes pride in what they do, and it just shines through. And when you get to share something with other people that you enjoy and that they enjoy, it's, it's always going to be a good time. All right. What is your favorite moonshine, though, that you guys My make? favorite moonshine. Um, so I have a standard answer to this, and I answer it with a question. So you have kids? Yes. More than one? No. No. All right. Were, you had siblings? Yes. I mean, we are dads drinking bourbon. So yes, we, yes, <laughs> right. So, um, so which child was your parents' favorite? Me. You. 
very if you easy, ask, easy answer. If yeah. you ask my sister, it was me. Yeah. So I think my answer to that is it depends on the day of the week, maybe the time of day, <laughs> you know. So with the moonshine, um, it's absolutely that way. It just depends on who you're with, what you're doing. Is it hot out? Is it cold out? Um, uh, my Maybe one of my least favorites, I'll start with, was Blackberry early on. And then one day I was out on a boat. It was hot. We were all just kind of swimming, hanging out. And I jumped up in the boat and I grabbed a bottle of ice cold Blackberry moonshine or Sugarland shine and jumped back in the water and started passing that around. And it was just the best damn moonshine. <laughs> it just, and ever since then, it's now still one of my favorites. Just changed my perception of it so there are certain whiskeys i think it, it does that for whiskey for me like there are certain whiskeys i imagine like i could be out on a hot summer day and actually drink it because it's a little bit lighter yeah a little fruitier and i'm like yes. this is like a white wine Absolutely. opposed to a red wine you Absolutely. know greg thank you so much for coming and we'll look for uh maybe get you yeah, on we'll get again together. in december yeah i'd love to so, cheers thank you cheers so Grain to Grits is almost over. We're closing out the night with two of my favorite people, Aww. the Simfers. Hey. Introduce yourself to everyone. Hi, John. I'm Carmen Simfer with Little Arrow Outdoor Resort, one of the co-owners. We have hosted the distillers from Tennessee Whiskey Guild, and it has been amazing. I think it was amazing. I don't necessarily remember <laughs> it all. Um, I'm Cassie. Simfer, I'm the marketing director for Little Arrow Outdoor Resort. And it is a family establishment, right? Yes. Because yes. Carmen is your mom. Yes. yes, she is my mom. And and, and boss. And my dad is also my boss, Brad. Now, how is it <laughs> having your parents as your boss? Honestly, it's really fun. It's fun to work with them. I don't know. It's challenging at times, but it's super fun because it's fun to see their different work styles. My dad is super organized, like myself, or more similar. <laughs> and my mom is more of like the creative. She starts all the fun projects. <laughs> and I want to mention, I mean, Little Arrow is awesome. This is, I've been there a few times now. Father's Day, we were out there. My daughter had the most amazing Aww. time because you guys have a pool. Yes. You have a playground for the kids. Mm -hmm. You have an awesome fire pit. Yes, Each individual cabin has its own fire pit. Cabin, tiny home. There's glamping tents. There's an airstream. Yes. You can bring your own RV. There are fire pits everywhere. <laughs> you We've can, got it all. You do have it all. It's an awesome... It's like... The coolest little campground I think I've ever been to. Aww. And I really enjoy it there. And the, the fact that you guys are there and you are a family, you bring that family atmosphere to Little Arrow yeah. as well. But that's not the reason why I had you guys on. I mean, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much for having me at Little Arrow. But let's talk about Grains and Grits. This is in your backyard. This is fun. This you all is are amazing. the queens of Townsend. <laughs> Queens of Townsend. <laughs> I don't know about that, but tell me a little bit about this event because you have been hosting the guild for a while at Little Arrow. Mm. This is the fourth year of Grains Grits. You guys host the guild there. You participate in the event. What has been your favorite thing about the event tonight? Tonight, the best thing, definitely the food and the cocktails. What was your favorite place that you got food? 
My favorite was the um, shrimp and grits. From Old Mill? Old Forge. Yeah. Yeah, Old Mill. I think my favorite part was the party at Little Arrow last night with all the <laughs> distillers. <laughs> and the cooking from Archie Lodge was phenomenal. Uh-huh. Now, so Tatum and I were time. talking about that earlier. Yeah. That barbecue was great. That was some of the best uh, collard yes. greens oh I think I've ever yes. had. Greens, I was just yeah. say Sweet that. potatoes. I normally don't like that, but oh my gosh, Trevor Stockton, shout out. That tasted amazing. Uh-huh. Now, did you guys get Walnut Kitchen? Because I think, I, I don't want to keep talking about it, but I think that's been my favorite I thing. I think Carmen did. Yes, the dessert was amazing. RT Lodge rocks it. Well, no, the the Walnut Kitchen. They had the the pecan oh, Walnut pie. Kitchen. I've made it to the Walnut Kitchen restaurant before, but I did not make it to their booth tonight. No, they made a uh, a, a sausage. Really? Uh, and the the sauce and the sausage was made with H. Clark black and tan, and it was it so was good. It was delicious. It was very culinary delicious. amazement. Yeah. What was your favorite whiskey here? What are you drinking on right now over there? I am sipping on some Old Forge Pumpkin White Russian. It's Both amazing. of you have it. Pumpkin White Russian. It's amazing. It's good. My other favorite is Doc Collier in Gallenberg. Oh, she just spilled. <laughs> Party foul. As That's long as you fit. didn't get it on the barrel head, I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, I can't fire her. But no. If I could, you know, she spilled her drink. You can't fire her, no. but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It just got on the plastic cl- tablecloth. What is your favorite thing about Grange and Grange? I mean, tell me more from a fan perspective, because I've been behind this this chair all night. Yeah. Tell me a little bit from the fan perspective about Grange and Grits. The food, the ability to taste each whiskey, each distillery specialty, phenomenal. Yeah. Honestly, for me, I just love seeing the people come out to Townsend, even from like 30 miles to hour. I mean, people come from Nashville. People come from all over the state to Townsend. Yeah, they I do. I mean, that is my favorite part, to see all these people come here and gather and like taste these spirits together and eat the food. That's my favorite part, is just to see everyone come together and like celebrate what we have here in Tennessee. I just think that's honestly really special. Well, I am so happy... I just want to dance with someone. <laughs> somebody dance who with loves somebody. me. Somebody that loves me. But I, the band we has love been you, awesome. John. I love you guys. And, we and love dads drinking bourbon. Both of you, <laughs> I, I just, I was very lucky to meet both of you earlier this year. And I hope I'll be able to come out to Little Arrow for years to come. Absolutely. You are two of my favorite, favorite people. And. Maybe we can do another dad's drinking bourbon I would event that. Next annual, year. annual, annual, totally. Well, we might have to talk about doing it on a different day other than Father's Day this it's year. Okay. But that's another. That's, that's another talk. But we we will do. Let's we do got you, John. Before. Yeah. Thank you guys so much thank for you. for letting me crash in the cabin, and then thank you so much for just being awesome people. Little Arrow Resort. How can the folks find you? Like, where, where are you? Let's ask our marketing director, Cassie. Yeah. Are you on the grams? We are on the gram at Camp Little Arrow on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook and on our website, camplittlearrow.com. And you guys are constantly doing cool stuff. Like, it's not just Dad's Ricky Bourbon that comes in and does a podcast there. They, like, today you had people signing up for a road race, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, there's always food trucks that food are trucks hanging out weekend. at Little Arrow. There's bunch of cool stuff there go on and check them out i'm so happy 
yeah. that I got to see you guys tonight. And thank you for stopping by. John, you're amazing. We love you. You are amazing. Oh, and thank you. you can find them on the grams and on Facebook and all that. You can find the dads at Dad's Ricky Bourbon on Facebook, Dad's Ricky Bourbon on Instagram, Bourbon Dads on Twitter. Find us on wherever you find your podcast. Whatever it is, we are on it. Please listen to us. We hope you enjoy us. Thank you guys for Thank coming. Thank you, John. Thank you to the Tennessee Whiskey Trail and to the Tennessee Distillers Guild for letting us crash grains and grits. This yes. has been one of my favorite events all year. Cassie and Carmen might have a little crush on John, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>